Before we start, we're planning on taking a little break in May, but that will be after this short series on wrestling in video games. We'll definitely be back to releasing episodes in June, but in the meantime, make sure to check the website, which is wafflingtailors.rocks, because we have 74 episodes of the show available there, along with almost 50 blog posts and numerous video game challenges. We are planning on doing some video game streams on weekends, schedule permitting. Check out Twitter or Facebook for those details. Just search Waffling Tailors on those sites. And on top of that, we're also doing a weekly freeform chill hangout for people to drop in and drop out of, where you can chat with us about anything you like. These hangouts are currently private, so in order to get details, send us a direct message on Twitter or Facebook and we'll send them on over to you. Anyway, let's get on with the show. And welcome to an episode of The Waffling Tailors, yet another episode of The Waffling Tailors. Um, we have got a special guest with us today, uh, but first I'm going to talk to Squidge. Squidge, it's great to see you. Hello, Squidgey. Hello, Squidgey. <laughs> I botched that time, that's fine. How are you, Squidgey? Yeah, one to me. <laughs> good, good, good. Um, but yes, with us, uh, with us in this episode, super duper special episode, is uh, we've also got Mike from uh, Retromania Wrestling. So, how are you, Mike? Great. How are you guys doing? Not too bad. Not too bad. Everything's uh, going well on our end over in the states. So, as best awesome. can be expected, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you just keep on keeping on, don't you? You don't have to worry too much about uh, exactly. Uh, yeah. That's it. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, uh, we'll come on to um, uh, Mike in a moment. Uh, but I thought the three of us together, we can maybe talk about. Um, well, we are going to talk about uh, Mike's upcoming game, Retromania Wrestling, in a minute. But, but first, excited. if it's okay, uh, Squidge, I'd mm-hmm. like to ask you what have you recently been playing since we last recorded, which was like, what, four days ago? <laughs> I've been playing Borderlands 3 and Zero AD. Because okay. you told me cool. to. Yeah, that's right. I tell you to play games and you go play them. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, of course. Um, what about you, Mike? Have you been playing any games recently? Uh, a lot of slaving away a them? lot of beta testing of Retromania. But I actually, uh, Limited Run just sent me Stranger Things 3, uh, the oh, physical oh, version. Cool. So nice. I just started playing that, and I know the reviews weren't great on that game, but I love the show. I love 2D pixel art, so I'm going to give it a go. So I just I just started playing it yesterday. So, uh, Good man, good man. <laughs> I need to get back into Stranger Things. I watched the first few episodes of the first season, and then I kind of got distracted by something else. Um, so I need uh, to get back I into I highly that. recommend it. My 10-year-old's my yeah. watched it like 18 times <laughs> the whole season. <laughs> He's got a little OCD going on or something. He's just a super fan. That's all it is. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, right. Awesome. Okay. Um, and yeah, well, for me, it's been uh, attempting to finish off Final Fantasy IX again. Um, I've gotten I've gotten really far. Uh, it's split into the original. So this is on the Switch. The original version is uh, obviously four PlayStation One discs, and I got. 
I've now gotten up to disk three. I've uh, got most of the way through disk three without saving and then got to a crucial point where one of the characters says, you're going to this island and you can't use magic. So I chose a party with all magic users and I can't change it. So <laughs> got a bit of a difficult slog ahead of me. In other words, read what people say, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Cat button bashing a Final Fantasy game. Not even How many times have you played through that in the past? Uh, this is my first time all the way through it properly. Um, oh, okay. In the in the past, um, Scridge had a version for the PlayStation back in the day with one of those uh, trainers at the beginning. So it was mm. he had the official copy, but we also had like a pirated copy for some reason. And he had one of those trainers where it was like, push this button and you can have <laughs> infinite life. So I breezed through it, not really paying attention. Okay. So this time I'm trying to pay attention to what's going on, but obviously failing because, you know, I chose a bunch of characters I can't use. So that's no good. But there you go. Dirty scrub, that's what he is. Cheating through the well, whole game. <laughs> this is the thing, right? The Switch version, if you pause it and then push, I think it's ZR or uh, just R, it puts you onto like, it gives you infinite health and uh, infinite attack power. So if yeah. I really wanted to, I could just push a button and skip through the rest of the game. So, yeah. maybe what would I be the just fun in that, that, though? Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> I, I don't trust him not to do that, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> you know me too well, Squidge. You know me too well. Oh, dear. But yes, um, what we're actually here to talk about, uh, I'll give a little intro into the actual thing. So we've actually, in, as long as my original plan for recording these is panned out by the time you're listening. We've actually interrupted a two-parter with the B to talk with Mike because it's completely related. Just like I said last time, uh, pro wrestling is one of the biggest pieces of 20th century American culture. And you can't, you can't argue against that. You know, the, the rock, um, Hulkamania, uh, Macho Man, Randy Savage. These are names that people know. Uh, John Cena, Stone Cold. These people have huge careers, or maybe not so much Macho Man Randy Savage now, but, you know, unfortunately. But, uh, you know, these people have huge careers based on the fact that they are known to, for being wrestlers, right? And what's great about that is it all started in the circuses and the traveling carnivals of the 18th century. And goes all, it goes even further back into Greco-Roman wrestling, although that was a, I'm going to use bunny quotes here, see if you can hear them real sport. Um, I hate that people say that it's not because like, I like to see when I watch wrestling, I'm watching a soap opera and a live stunt show, you know, that's the way I see it. And, you know, most of the storylines are believable. Um, some not so much, you know, uh, I think I said it last time, the undertaker is an undead zombie being controlled by, or used to, who used to be controlled by a short guy and an urn who likes to ride a motorcycle and listen to rap rock. So, you know, some of the storylines, not so believable. You know, also, you know, if you're ever, if you've ever watched any of the WCW, uh, back in the days of towards the end, you know, you have the, uh, Viagra on a pole match, which was an interesting <laughs> choice. Um, but yes. So, uh, yeah, but what's great about wrestling is not just the product, but there are hundreds and hundreds of video games based on the world of sports entertainment. But what's great is that one of the newest ones is indeed the soon-to-be-released Retromania Wrestling. And that's why Mike's joined us today to talk about this, this uh, wonderfully retro-styled uh, wrestling game that is, uh, I believe, based on the idea of like WrestleFest and stuff like that. But yeah, uh, do you want 
talk to us a little bit about that, mate? Yeah, absolutely. So great introduction. I just want to start by saying we will not be having, unfortunately, a, Vi- a Viagra on a pole match in the game. Uh, maybe some future DLC if we can work some deal with the, <laughs> with the manufacturer of the company. Maybe we can do something like that. But uh, well, I'll, I'll get in my request now. Please okay. try and do that. Just for a laugh. <laughs> but despite that, um, yeah, so we've been in uh, development for about a year and a half on Retromania Wrestling. It is, as you said, it is a it's actually the official sequel legally to uh, WrestleFest, the arcade game from 1991. Nice. Uh, and that was my favorite game growing up. I spent many a quarters in the arcades in the U.S. playing that game. At my university, they had uh, an arcade machine in our uh, like a common area, the, the lounge area. So I would play it there. Um, up and through, I, di- I discovered MAME in like 1999, or RAIN, I guess, was the emulator at the time. And the first game I da- found to download, uh, or allegedly downloaded, I guess I should say, <laughs> um, was uh, the WrestleFest game. So I've played a ton of it, and then I was w- just waiting and waiting for there to be a sequel for it to come out on the Sega Genesis or Mega Drive. I should you know, know your audience, Mega Drive. <laughs> um, <laughs> Or the SNES, and it never came out, um, unfortunately, due to, uh, from what I've later been found out, through basically licensing issues, different companies own the li- our home rights versus the arcade rights to the WWF license. So it never came out, and then they released that abomination in 2012 of, of, on the iPad called WrestleFest. So <laughs> actually wasn't a terrible game. I mean, I, I wasn't a big fan of it. I didn't like the style. I, it was messing with the style of the original, which I didn't care for. Uh, but then I guess THQ went bankrupt and uh, they were supposed to do a 360 and PS3 release and it never happened. So at that point, you know, fast forward a couple of years, I, I was uh, as a hobby, I decided I would rewrite the WrestleFest engine. Um, I'm a software engineer, mostly though, well, from, from all all my experience was in business and accounting software. Very glamorous and exciting stuff. Um, but. I, I felt, you know, a video game might be a little nice change of pace. So I started looking at basically rewriting the engine as a hobby just to add, as you said, Macho Man was one of my favorites. I wanted to put Macho Man and the Heart Foundation in the original WrestleFest. So that was my initial goal. But then I decided, uh, you know, I'd pick it up and put it down and really didn't make much progress for several years. And then in 2018, the beginning of 2018, end of 2017, I decided to get serious. So here we are. Awesome. I awesome. figured I'd talk as long as you did on the intro without taking a breath. <laughs> that's fine. That's that's how these things work, isn't it? That's how promos yep. work. When they get there, they get the microphone, they keep talking until they get the microphone right. taken away from them, right? All the go blue in the face and then fall yeah. over one of the two. Yeah. That's it, yeah. I'll just start yelling woo and fall over backwards. <laughs> that's some <laughs> deep wrestling cuts right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! No, I am. Uh, well, I'm a I'm a software developer in real life as well, uh, Mike. Okay. So I totally understand that whole. Hey, I can make a game, right? Um, I'm glad that you've gotten further than I have because uh, well, I've managed to I've managed to put something together. Well, for the I, I've really outsourced everything. Ah, okay. <laughs> I have the least amount of experience on my team. So uh, I have software engineering experience, but I I uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the fighting engine Mugen. It's like uh, it's like a 2D fighter where you can put you know basically people. It's for uh, people to put any kind of wrestler or not wrestler, but any type of character in the game 
mm-hmm. uh, and you can play it. So I, I dabbled in that a little bit, but outside of that, I really had no experience. So everyone on my team, for the most part, has one or more published games to their name, mostly on a smaller scale, some on a larger scale. Yeah, I, I, you know, I say I'm developing it, but I'm kind of producing it would probably be the better term. Sure, sure. That makes perfect sense. You know, you get in the experts, right? I mean, you, right. Know, you and I will both know from our professional uh, side of things, uh, more so from your previous life as a software developer making those business line apps that you get brought in because you are the expert, right? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. With <laughs> with that in mind, so we t- you talked about how uh, WrestleFest was one of your favorites. Yeah. Uh, yep. What are some of your other favorites, and and are you drawing any kind of inspiration from them, or is it just all WrestleFest? WrestleFest, sorry, from back in the day. No, uh, yeah, good question. So I played, you know, I loved all the two D wrestling games. I grew up, so I'll, I'll date myself here. So I'm 44 now, right? So I grew up in the early 80s, and that's like right when Hulkamania was starting and the MTV craze and everything. So. You know, I loved all those guys, and there were a lot of 2D. All we had at that point were 2D video games. So we had um, Matt Mania, which was, you know, one of the earlier Technos of Japan actually ended up making WrestleFest, but Matt Mania was one of their their first ones along with Tag Team Wrestling. So all those old 2D arcade games I really loved. And then, you know, I saw Wrestle War, which didn't play great, but it looked pretty cool, uh, which was a different perspective. And then Capcom had Saturday Night Slam Masters. Neo Geo had three count bound or fire suplex, depending on where you are in the world. And then, then the home versions, you know, that WrestleMania game for the NES stunk, but they had uh, pro, re- <laughs> pro wrestling was great. You know, uh, tag team wrestling, although it was a terrible port, I played, I played a ton of it because they, I didn't actually own pro wrestling as a kid uh, because it wasn't at the store when I went to buy a game and they had tag team wrestling and it looked cool on the box. You didn't have, you know, the internet to review all the games like you do now. So it looked good and I paid for it. So I played it to death. So all of those 2d games really is what I love. Now I, I did play the 3d ones. I remember playing, um, power move pro wrestling on the PS one was, probably my favorite wrestling game. And I just remember it had mostly Japanese wrestlers as a port from probably virtual pro wrestling. I want to say I'm not, don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Um, and I love that move. Uh, road warrior Hawk was in it as like power warrior, but it looked like road warrior Hawk to me. So, you know, I played that. Um, and then some of the other 3d stuff like, uh, WCW versus the world. Uh, I played a lot of that. I, and, and it's funny. I did not have an N64. So I didn't really play any of the Aki games like, you know, No Mercy. I did actually, I played Warzone on the PS1, but I was a PS1 guy. I wasn't an N64 guy. And at the time, you know, I had to scrape money together to get the PS1. I had to sell my Sega Genesis and the games I had, you know, scrape enough money together. Actually, you know, I take that back. I had to sell the 3DO that I had to pay for the (laughs) PlayStation 1. Uh, That's a sore subject, though. I don't even want to talk about the 3DO. But, uh... You know, so um, all all those wrestling games. And then I discovered Fire Pro much later. Well, in the Saturn days, I discovered Fire Pro. So uh, I played a lot of six-man scramble. I bought the six-player multi-tap. I played that with a bunch of my friends. I remember downloading and printing out stuff on the internet. 
of how to create all the wrestlers. So I played a lot of Fire Pro as well. Fire Pro G, I had a web page at one point in time showing my Fire Pro G cre- uh, creations that I, you know, I, I put in, uh, you know, I think I hand coded that in HTML at the time. There weren't, or maybe, you know, I, I'm giving myself too much credit. I think I used like front front page for Microsoft front page. Was that the name of the application? I think it was. It is. Yeah, that you yeah, can create a web page. So I did a Fire Pro G web page, and then I got a Dreamcast to play Fire Pro D. You know, and then I got the, you know, so a lot of Fire Pro games. I'm, I'm rambling a little bit, but but basically any wrestling game, I drew inspiration one, but predominantly the 2D ones. So, and I would say our game is like a if WrestleFest and Fire Pro had a baby, that would be Retromania. <laughs> okay, so that's kind I of like we're, we're, we're we're looking to kind of give you more control. Like WrestleFest, if you remember, you know, and I do because I played a lot of it and still do. But the the moves progressed as a wrestling match does, but you had no control over it, right? So. Jake the Snake Roberts was my favorite wrestler. I would start out doing body slams and snapmares, and then at some point in the match, the the computer would switch it to doing a side suplex, and you'd do a side suplex and another side suplex, and eventually you could do a DDT, right? And that was that was basically it, the gameplay. And it's amazing. I still enjoy playing that to this day, you know, even with that simplistic gameplay. Fire Pro, you have a lot more control over what moves you can do and, and all that. So I like that aspect of it. And I thought that aspect of Fire Pro would have been great in WrestleFest. If I could do, you know, 12 different grapple moves instead of four, mm-hmm. would have been awesome, you know. And But I still, I prefer the arcade style of gameplay more fast paced and they're really no one is doing a 2d or no one ever did a 2d arcade like game of WrestleFest with a little more control involved and and a little you know a little in some cases a lot more uh features as we're putting in this in retromania so um that's kind of the best uh you know the one sentence summary is again a, a fire pro and WrestleFest had a baby and that's what that's we're doing awesome. That needs to go on the box art, right? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Tagline under retro menu. Yeah, 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 that's it. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Um, so we talked about great ones that you've maybe pulled inspiration from, but what about the real stinkers? The real, the terrible, <clears throat> like, now let's not, because I don't want to get anyone into trouble. Let's not talk about WWE 2K20, okay? All right. <laughs> No, and even even they, you know, like I as a software developer, we probably all I think all of you all of us are in IT, right? So as you kinda I'm sure the developers weren't like, let's push that out the door. You know what they knew. Oh, course, it was more yeah, of a yeah. business decision, unfortunately. But yeah, mm-hmm. we don't have to talk about that one. Um <laughs> But uh, you know, they you know, you're always disappointed. Like you want to do certain things, like especially me growing up in the eighties, you know, pro wrestling was good and I still I've still played it, but it, it was limited, you know. But you had the stinkers, like that first WrestleMania game on the NES was terrible. Like I, re- <laughs> I even remember being disappointed as a kid, like seeing the cross bounce around on the screen. I was like, "What the hell is that?" And was was, was that the one where you had like Hulk Hogan and then everyone else was heels? Yeah, so it was Bam Bam Bigelow. I think Honky Tonk Man was in it. Million Dollar Man, you're right. I didn't even, you know what? I didn't even think of that. Uh, just, just sort of let's make Hulk Hogan look awesome. Yeah, uh, I think that was in his contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be fair, that that is Hulk Hogan's contract ever since, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and I think you know um, the only other real stinker I didn't care for was like Backstage Assault. I remember being pretty bad. That was terrible. Yeah, I played that. That was absolutely uh, awful. 
It took me 40 minutes to figure out you could push right to get a different set of wrestlers. I was playing as <laughs> Jeff Jarrett, of all people, for half an hour before I realized if I go right, I can play as Hulk Hogan. Listen half an hour of my life wasted. That you'll never get back. Yeah, just because of slap nuts. You know, I'm not right. having that. Even Jeff Jarrett doesn't play as Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> More wrestling deep cuts. No, um. <laughs> awesome. Okay. But, you know, I, I, I think I enjoy, for the most part, you know, I actually don't love um, the Neo Geo uh, three count bout game. Like, I think it looks really cool, but I didn't, I didn't care for the gameplay. It was more of a fighting game. I thought than a wrestling game. Mm. Um, same, same with Saturday night slam masters. Again, I love the look of the game, but I didn't necessarily love the gameplay. Not, not that I, I still played them both, but cause I love wrestling, but I, I, you know, I think, you know, the, the, the one thing, and it was funny, I was talking to, uh, Xavier Woods at, um, PAX East. He stopped by our booth when we were showing the game. Uh, as a favor, I think to Blue Mean, he asked him to to pop over. So he played it though. He liked the he liked the game, but he said, you know, the one thing about like the Attitude Era that you know everybody remembers it so greatly. But part of that was the all the games we had to play, all the wrestling games. Like think of all the different games that came out over that four year period when before WCW went out of business. But like that nineteen ninety six ish to maybe. 2001 to basically 2001 2002 but we had so many different options of games then uh that we could play um and now there's just there's not as not as many options for us so i definitely feel there's room in the in the marketplace for retro mania yeah it's um i i find that especially with i'm not going to talk about this year's edition but obviously you've got two k games so 2K19 backwards. I found that apart from one or two things that change, they've fallen into the FIFA trap. So it's sort of like it's a slightly different roster, maybe maybe sometimes updated graphics and then push it out the door. There's not that many changes between them. And after you know, the thing with 2K20 came out, I've gone back to 19, but I fall into another trap because I think especially that line of games, they give you too much control, too much customization. So I I quite happily sit there and think, right, I'm going to create a wrestler and four hours later, I've just done the appearance. <laughs> it, it takes away from it. I just think, right, I've got to go out with this, play someone, bash someone over the head, you know, just to get out of that. But because you, you just think, I can create me, I can create whoever. And you're there for hours on end. You don't even realize. Right. right. And mm-hmm. it's, you strip all that out, you know, just have, if anything, a basic customization to get straight into the action. You know, that's, that's that that'd be so much better than, you know, here's all these different things. Yeah, it's fun to put all your favorite characters in, download them from the net, community creations. Who doesn't want to see, you know, Mr. Muscle fight Donald Trump? But, you know, <laughs> it's I would rather get into a game and bash someone over the head and throw them outside the ring and do stuff than sit there and think, I don't want that one. I don't want that one. I don't want that one. I'll have that one and then never play them. Just get them because they look funny. Right. I'd, yeah. I'd rather just jump straight in and, you know, get to it with the tables and stuff. <laughs> and that's oh. it, right? There's always going to be a market for the, for the simulation side of the games. But, um, I've always found like the, 
the the wrestling games I've always uh, enjoyed are the ones that I can just I push a button and I'm in a match. You know, that's why I liked the N64 Aki games. We brought it up earlier on, but like WCW NWO Revenge to me is potentially one of the best because you push a button and you are in the match. You know, there's no loading screens. There's no, there, there's maybe 20, 30, 40 characters to choose from, wrestlers to choose from. But once you've done it, you're in. There's no, no messing about, no worrying about, oh, I've got to do this and do that and select an area and select the arena. And there isn't even a story mode. It is pure arcade silliness action. It's brilliant. I mean, who, who doesn't like playing as a ninja and beating people up? You know, <laughs> that's what I did. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, so we, our game, we, we have, we have things, but we have like a versus where you just jump in, set a few options and be done um, and just get right to the action. Now we do have a story mode. It's, it's more of a, um, I don't know, in in the U.S. we, they're called choose your own adventure books. But if you remember growing up, there are these books and you could go to page 32 for this or go to page 36 if you want to do this right so it's it's more of a simplistic approach on the story mode but just some we have a rest uh, a writer from the the university of um saint paul minnesota and he he wrote us a story that i loved and we have um you know it's it's it is a multiple paths but it's not nothing crazy it's not like we're playing skyrim in a wrestling game by any means okay so it's just a fun little story, and uh, it takes you through. It introduces you to all the wrestlers. If you don't know all of them, teaches you. It's kind of a little bit of a tutorial mode. It'll teach you the buttons, although our button scheme is very simple. You know, we do have six buttons, but the, the moves are not that complicated to pull off. One of the things, you know, and I, I played uh, Spider-Man recently for the PS4. My, my, one of my sons loves it. He 100%ed it, blah, blah, blah. He's like, Dad, you got to play this. So I'm like, all right. So I sit down one Friday night to play it, and he he spends about an hour teaching me how to play the game. All right, there's every button on the PlayStation controller does something in the game, and which isn't a bad thing. But for for someone who maybe doesn't either want to or doesn't have the time to spend playing every day or multiple hours every day, it's tough. Like I went back a week later and I had to start over because I forgot what everything did, you know? Yeah. So that, that was one of the things like I wanted this to be more of a pick up and play. I don't have to re- memorize a combinations of buttons. Uh, you know, I know I have a, a weak, strong medium and run and that can basically play the game. Um, mm-hmm. And that's it. So um, we do have a tag button and a taunt button, but they're, you know, not as, as uh required in gameplay unless it's you know obviously a tag match but um but it's it's simple pick up and play kind of like you said get into the match and bash somebody you know and that's what i want to do and that's what i want this game to be like Yeah, right. That was one of my biggest complaints with, um, I think it was uh, 2K16, 2K17, 2K18, was they kept changing the control mechanism. And, you know, I don't play them as religiously as Squidge does. So Squidge will get one of the wrestling games and play it for, you know, he'll put hours and hours and hours in. And I'll come along and go, oh, yeah, I remember the control system for 2K16. This is 2K17. It'll be exactly the same. And I hit the grapple button and they run to the other side of the ring. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> It's not long before, whack, and I have to run over and save him. 
<laughs> but yeah, I mean, so I, I think there's definitely a place for those games. Like, I think if that game was out when I was a kid, I would have been spending hours and hours on it, right? Um, but, you know, now we also didn't have as many choices back then either. So it's not just the technology's gotten better and you're able to do so many more things. You got Netflix, you got um you know movies tv shows and games our our multimedia uh options are just so much greater now so i think there's a there's a spot for a game where you can just jump in play for a little bit and jump out of and maybe i want to go watch something on netflix or do something so there's a lot more competition nowadays which is awesome and there's a lot more options but i think there's you know in the wrestling genre at least there aren't that many games where you can just jump in play a couple matches and jump out and feel like you know i had fun that was worth it i'll go back in tomorrow and I won't lose a beat, you know? Well, the thing is, competition, that pushes progress, doesn't it? Right. It, it, there's there's, there's going to be, if there's one or two, three or four, multiple, like, games, all for the same format. So you've got, I don't know, 2K game, if there is going to be one. Um, you've got, like, Fire Pro Wrestling, Retro Mania, and, say, another one, right? Eventually, what's going to happen is everyone will try and do something that's either unique or to sort of one-up the other person so the overall product is going to be better because of the competition if there's no competition eventually it's going to get stale mm-hmm. which which is all good and you know there's there's nothing wrong with uh booting up a game especially somebody like a retro mania jumping in bashing someone over the head and think right i'm not going to do that in real life now <laughs> not that i ever would but, you know it's 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 a good way to get all your anger out because you right. know Doing crochet can only help so much. So, I'm so really, <laughs> if you buy Retromania, you're really doing a public service, is what we're saying, right? Well, I love doing public service, so I'm going to get it myself. <laughs> <tell you that. laughs> yeah, right. Beat COVID 19 by playing Retromania. No, <laughs> I don't think we'll get away with that one. Uh, no, we might get into trouble. Try. For that, so that's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Okay, uh, so we talked a little bit about some of the. Uh, you talked a little bit there about tag matches. Um, now, obviously, for people who aren't pro wrestling fans, they may not know that there are lots of different um, match types, right? You've got the one v one. You've got a tag match. You know, uh, but what other kinds of matches have you included in Retro Mania? Is, is there a, a a list as long as your arm, or is it just let's boil it down as as as, to as few as possible to keep it uh, sort of fun. No, we want to definitely add um, a bunch of different options. So you have singles, uh, tag or duos, as my Fortnite son calls it. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, a traditional two on two, three on three, four on four, um, and then a retro rumble, as we call it, uh, opposed to a royal rumble. Uh, so we have a retro rumble up to eight eight characters will be on screen at once. And a player, up to a player, local co-op as well. Now, oh. in testing, eight in the ring at once gets crowded. So <laughs> it's we're we're gonna leave it as an option because some people may like the chaos. I actually do find it fun, um, but I think for some, like my son, one of my sons was like, ah, it's a little too much, too many people. I can't see what's going on, you know. So because our proportions are similar to WrestleFest, almost identical actually. So eight 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 characters in the ring at once is a little tough, but um, I think for tag matches, it, it works. Um, and we're going to leave it up to the players. I'm not going to make that decision for people. We're going to support up to eight, eight characters in the ring at once. Um, we also have a 10 pounds of gold match, which is your typical ladder climb where you have to beat Nick Aldis. 
the NWA champ and win the 10 pounds of gold. Um, and then we also have for every match type, you can do an elimination match. So if you have a tag match, you can either have it at normal or elimination mode. Um, we also have a three-way match and a four-way match for every man for themselves. And then also you can always drop one of the two types of cages we have on top of the ring. We have the the original blue, big blue from WrestleFest. Oh. We also have like the old NWA chain-linked kind of nice. fence as well in there. And then, you know, we want to add more, keep adding stuff. So that's that's basically our base for launch. And we've already, we're in the process of testing all those types already. Um, but we want to, one of the things we want to do is we're not going to be a every year release game and mm -hmm. we want to keep adding content after the fact. So there's a couple other kind of unique match types I would love to add. Uh, maybe a casket match, maybe a Viagra on a pole match, who knows? <laughs> Uh, but we'll, we'll, we'll I see. Ask. I did ask. Yep. <laughs> so, you know, but we want to keep adding on to the game post launch. So basically anything that's been done or is being done in wrestling is fair game. You know, we may have some copyright things we got to get around. Mm -hmm. Maybe uh, well, somebody posted online, heck in a sec instead of hell in a cell or something <laughs> like that. Um, you know, so some things are trademarked already, but. Um, you know, we, anything you've seen, we would love to recreate in 2d if, as long as it's fun. That's really our, our main goal is it being fun. And, mm. and it's funny, you know, I've the few, the very few negative comments we got are, you know, th this could have been made 30 years ago, you know, the, the game you're making, which it couldn't have been cause they couldn't put this many colors on one, but besides yeah. the technical reasons, um, we think, you know, and, and our mindset is if we make a game fun, people will enjoy playing it, you know, and I think pixel art actually holds up much better mm -hmm. than the early PS one 3d stuff. You know, there's still pixel art games being made today, you know, and, and, and people, there's still an audience for them, you know, mm -hmm. and my, and I have a demographic in my house from 10 years old to 44 years old, and we all enjoy pixel art games. So I, and I'm, you, I know it's a very small sample size, but um, you know, I think, <laughs> That, that as long as we make the game fun and every decision in, in that we make in developing this game is, does this make the game more fun or less fun? Mm. You know, and if it's more fun, we try to add it. Well, the way I see it, sort of like if you've got eight people in the ring at once, as long as you're not bothered about, you know, if you're playing couch co-op or something, if you don't care about the other people, then you can just <laughs> swing for the fences. Right. Someone's going to go over a rope. It, it doesn't matter. Just keep swinging. Right. It's sort of like when the dust settles, you know. Yeah, <laughs> friendships are ruined. Yeah, the, the chaos is fun, but we have options in our, our rumble too. You can determine how many people you want to start in the match. So, like for example, the original WrestleFest, you always started with six players in the match at once, or you can do it a traditional style where you have just have two in, or you can start with eight. But we're leaving that up as much stuff. The other thing we're doing is as much stuff as we can make the users. Uh, have control over we're doing that but it's not but it's not required we'll set the defaults for you you don't have to even set them up but if you want to go in and tinker you can so it's sort of the the customization is all about the action not about right. how a person looks and what moves they got ah that that works for me yeah I'll, I, I can dig it <laughs> yeah i mean we're we're um we licensed our wrestlers out so you know we didn't really talk about our roster much but you know we licensed wrestlers on a combination of who we could get licensing wise, who we and who we could afford, and who were they easy to deal with when we first contacted them or not? This is a 100% passion project for me. I still, 
I, I, I cone another business in accounting and finance software still. Uh, and I do that, you know, I basically have two jobs right now. And this one is for fun. This is for a passion project and I want to have fun making it. I want to have fun playing it. Um, so, you know, that, that all goes into our roster and I've met some great wrestlers who I never met before in my life, uh, who it's some really great guys, um, that, that I've gotten to know over the last couple months. Back to the job, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you, are you able to talk about the, the roster? I know you've brought uh, it, it up a few times, but yeah, absolutely. Uh, any questions you have, I'll, I'm happy to answer. Okay, so and if I'm like, not, I'll plead the fifth. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so who who are on the roster then? I know that there's been some things posted on Twitter, so obviously I don't want to say tell us the people you haven't announced. Right. But, you know. So right. who has been announced? I guess. So we have uh, the Road Warriors, who were the original boss in the original game, will now be playable in our game. Uh, we have the license from House of Hardcore. Um, Tommy Dreamer and his branding will be, appear in the game. Yeah. Um, we have the NWA license. So we have Nick Aldis. Um, and uh, we we will announce a couple other NWA characters uh, in time. Um, sure. So we, but we have the National Wrestling Alliance. So if you've seen NWA Power, I don't know how familiar you are with that, but the YouTube show, mm-hmm. we've recreated their YouTube set in the game. Um, so it looks very cool. Um, and then we have... From the 70s, we have Austin Idol, 70s and 80s, who was an older wrestler who wrestled a lot in Memphis. He was most well-known. And then um, we also have – I'm trying to go in chronological orders when they wrestled, but I'm I'm losing my train of thought. So I'll go Colt Cabana we have, who uh, another prominent independent wrestler. Um, and I don't want to get caught naming somebody we didn't announce yet. So that's uh, – Zack Sabre Jr., uh, who's appeared in you know Ring of Honor, all, uh, New Japan, um, a couple other places. Jeff Cobb, who recently appeared in AEW, uh, and he's also a Ring of Honor guy, in New Japan. Um, John Moore or Johnny Retro, as we call him, uh, who is <laughs> currently wrestling as John Morrison in the WWE. Um, Johnny Mundo, Johnny Nitro, Johnny Impact, and now. Johnny Retro. All the Johnnies. <laughs> yep. Uh, the BWO for the first time together in a video game from the uh, old ECW. So Blue Meanie, Steve, Big Stevie Cool, and uh, Hollywood Nova nice. uh, are all in the game as well. And then we have uh, – trying to think of if I missed anybody that we've already announced. Oh, and our oh, – our, uh, so we uh, the other thing we did a couple um, weeks ago was an Indie Mania tournament social media tournament. So we, we, we have now over 50,000 followers across our social media platforms. So we, we said, Hey, tell us some of your favorite indie wrestlers. So we put together a list, uh, out of, we had over 150 indie wrestlers were nominated. We picked 32 of them and we did kind of a tournament based on social media. So voting and then busted open on Sirius XM helped us out as well in the voting and we and we crowned a Vic, victor, which was Warhorse, who is an indie wrestler, has a great look. Um, uh, if you if you're not familiar with him, definitely check him out. He does he's doing some great stuff on Twitter right now. Uh, we have his kind of bio on our webpage, RetromaniaWrestling.com. If you're not familiar with him, but very cool look, uh, kind of a uh, metal Ultimate Warrior ish vibe going, Metallica. 
Slayer kind of thing going on. Uh, very cool character. Um, we're super happy that he won. But we also have we have a couple more announcements uh, coming up, and uh, we hope to have probably fifteen at launch. Uh, we've and then more guys that we've signed. We've signed a couple other guys that will come out uh, after we launch as well. And then hopefully, if we're successful and we get a nice user base, we'll just continue that roster and keep growing it in the forms of a combination of free and paid DLC. Hmm. We definitely want to do as much free as we can. But some of the licenses cost a decent amount of money. So unfortunately, if the game is gangbusters, then you know we'll do as much free as we can. Uh, but if, if we want to get some bigger name guys that might be available, we may have to pay a lot more. Where in that case, we would we would have a small fee for DLC. Mm. I'm just imagining Blue Media and the crew taking on the Road Warriors. <laughs> that's that's definitely something I'm going to do. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that is a dream match, I think, that one. <laughs> but, yeah, so I think, you know, and, you know, our roster is very, like, eclectic. So we have some – we wanted to make it known that anybody is our target, right, from a wrestling standpoint going forward. We have guys – we have people represented from basically 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, up till today. You know, so I think anybody can fit in that retromania. And, you know, they the NWA did a great commercial for us with Nick Aldis in it. He's like, I'm going retro. It came out really well. And, you know, we want to make everybody go retro. You know, I would love to get, you know, other promotions, other stars involved in the game as well. And hopefully we can keep bringing more content out. But one of the advantages we have is we can really get specific on our artwork and not be necessarily confined to the creator wrestler pieces that are created and really make them look unique. So we do have four body types, but then once we have the we identify what body type a character is, we can um, kind of make them exact, basically exactly however we want to make the character look. So, um, but not to say creator wrestler is out of the question. Uh, if we're successful and we have a big enough user base, we will definitely look at doing some type of creator wrestler add-on at some point. Sweet. That's awesome. So <laughs> what you're saying is everyone needs to buy this game, right? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. Like I said, this is really a game I want to play. I I have a lot, you know, and I've been playing a build of this for over a year now, and I still don't get sick of playing it. And obviously, that's me talking because I'm designing it to, to my likes. You know what I mean? But it's it's a lot of fun to play. Um, you know, and we've gotten, and it's not just me now. I can say it's not just me because we showed it at PAX, and we had like over 300 people play it over the four days we were in Boston at PAX. And it was very reassuring to me as the, the, the lead on this project that the, the, the feedback we got was so positive. You know, you, you had a couple people um, that, that, that didn't like it, but it's like the 99.9% the .9 really enjoyed it. Um, we had a lot of people come back multiple times to keep playing it, which is always great. Um, you know, and typically the people who walk by, We'll see if the, you see 2D graphics and you're not into that, you'll just keep walking. Anybody who liked the 2D graphics would stop and play. And we were nonstop busy from when PAX opens till the floor closed every day. There, it was funny because I took my, my 16 year old son was with me helping out. And we were both like exhausted just every day. There was no lull in, in the people coming up, which is an awesome problem to have. So <laughs> it went well. That's awesome. Yeah. So um, when it does come out, 
I'm not saying give us the release date, but when it does come out, what formats are you going to target? Is it going to be Switch? Is it PlayStation? What's the what's the all, deal? All of them. So we, we are approved on Switch, PS4, Xbox One, and Steam. We have our Steam page up already. Uh, you can wishlist us there if Steam's your uh, if PC's your preference. Um, I think you know I would say our uh, not that we have a target, but I'd say we've gotten the best response from Switch Switch owners and Switch players. I think they they see this as a game that fits very nicely on the Switch, especially because the lack of wrestling games that are currently on the Switch. Yeah. So th- that's one of the big things. Like right now, you know. Outside of the nameless that we will not talk about, there's <laughs> there's a uh, three count bout pro wrestling and um, I think there's one other uh, and Matt Mania are on the Switch currently as wrestling games. You know, there's there's definitely room uh, for 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 us on the Switch, but I think there's room everywhere. But I think the Switch we've probably gotten the most the most uh, the best response from. I'll say that. More of a arcade pick up and play type thing is this yep. week, you know? Yeah. Yeah. As far as release date, we're July fourteenth uh, is the date we're shooting towards. But um, I, I'll just preface that as saying it'll be done when it's done. So yeah. we're not going to rush it out the door. If if I'm not happy with the progress personally, and there's bugs in it, obviously every game has bugs, and luckily we live now in the di- in the digital age where we can patch those bugs pretty quickly, but we want to we wanna work out as many of the kinks we don't want to use our customers as beta testers as much as possible so we really want to concentrate on, on adding that level of polish to the game and adding as much to it, so if we push it, we push it like, uh, I think in, in for the long run, people will appreciate more if we push it and it's a good game and it's fun and it's not buggy, then if we rush it out and they get it in their hands a little, or because honestly, if you pick up a game and it's rushed out and it doesn't play well, you're not going to want to pick it up in another month or two. You know, you're just not going to want to come back to that game. Your first impression is bad. So we want to make sure we make a good first impression. So you'd rather have a, a that game that's fully sense. finished rather than one out on time. It's, uh, yeah. That's my preference, you know? Mm. And, you know, we'll, we'll see if I'm right or wrong, but I think, you know, I know personally as a gamer, I'd rather wait a little longer if something's going to be a lot better. Mm. Yeah, sure, sure. That totally makes sense. I mean, you can't, uh, I don't know whether you uh, do agile in your um, other business, but you can't agile your way through a video game, can you? Right. <laughs> well, I'm trying to. <laughs> so my lead programmer daily, we have arguments about scope creep and, you know, new features added, and and it's you know sometimes he's right, sometimes I overrule him. Um, <laughs> you know, just just because like we'll get to a point where he'll he's done like and one of the things you know the funny things as I'm explaining the story, uh, that my lead programmer did not really know wrestling. Actually, neither of my main programmers knew wrestling before this, so I've had to educate them. Um throughout the process to the point where they didn't know what an Irish whip was. So now they do obviously, but like I had that initially, this is like over a year ago, I had to get them up to speed on wrestling terms, but there's certain things in a wrestling game that are expected. And he'll be like, well, it'll take this, this, and this. I'm like, it doesn't matter. We have to do it. Like I can't release a wrestling game without an Irish whip. Now we never were thinking of that, but I'm just saying like, (laughs) There's certain things like you just have to be able to do in the wrestling game, and programmatically, some of them are complex, especially on a 2D uh, plane. You know, so 
but but you know i can't release a game in 2020 without these things worked out you know we can't fall back on the well we can only have 16 colors on the screen so everybody's going to look the same or we can only <laughs> handle so many animations so everybody has to have the same animations you know we don't have those constraints anymore so yeah our game is 2d but so many constraints have been relieved in the last 30 years where we're not worried about the number of people on screen anymore we're not worried about the number of colors we can use in our stages you know we're not worried about performance of a 2d game in 2020 so all that stuff we don't have to think about. All we're focused on is gameplay. You know, how can we make this game play better, play smoother, play and be more fun? So I'll be honest with you. I forgot what the question was. <laughs> I got that a lot. <laughs> I do I that all the time, too. It, But I'm not sure. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, okay, yeah, so yeah, I've yeah. got a quick question for you. I've got a quick question for you. Sure. You said that, well, I've, I sort of saw with like screenshots on uh, Twitter and stuff that Tommy Dreamer's played it. What is he like? Uh, just Tommy as a person? Yeah. He, he's awesome. Like, was, great guy. Like, down to earth. From it and... yeah, oh, his imp- he liked the game. He was uh, annoyed. He was annoyed that you couldn't go outside. He played an early build. This is back in yeah. June. He's like, how come I can't go outside the ring and recover some of my health? And I go, we're adding that. We just didn't get to it yet. This is back in June of last year, you know. And and my son, who is the best player, because he he's learned, he picked up on all the like kind of nuances of that we're going through, and kind of any and there is some timing to it, which we've since kind of tweaked a little bit because it was too much like a fire pro timing mechanic where whoever had the best timing won every time, and I didn't want that. I wanted more of a randomness to it as well. So we've tweaked that over time, but. Uh, you know, my son was, was beating Tommy really bad and he was getting annoyed because he didn't like, my son knew all the tricks to it, you know? Uh, and then we had a, early on, we had a rope check. So if you were too close to the rope, the pin would break up and you'd automatically kick out. We since turned that off just because in 2d, it's hard to get very precise of where your feet are. And there were just too many kickouts and it was not as much fun, you know? So we may add a rope check, uh, as an option. If we can get it a little more precise, which I think we can, uh, but Tommy in general likes likes the game, really believes in what we're doing, and personally has turned out to be a really great guy, really down to earth. I've actually been to him now. He I brought him out to too many games, which is a local uh, East Coast uh, gaming convention. Draws about probably fifteen thousand people over the week over a weekend. Mm-hmm. So he came out to that, and then I went to another comic book convention with him, and I was at another independent wrestling show with him. So I've gotten to know him a little bit um, through those three events. And him and uh, uh, Mo- Monique Dupree, who's his uh, right-hand man, woman, so to speak, I've gotten to know her a little bit. And they're really great great people to know uh, and really down to earth. So so from that, I'm taking, are you are you pleased your son beat the crap out of Tommy Dreamer? Because <laughs> I can see the yeah. smile on your face. Well, yeah, I think I am a little bit. And I go, I said, I said, Andrew, you better watch it. You know, I, I was thinking of that scene in Star Wars when uh, Chewbacca loses, like, don't beat Chewbacca because he doesn't lose well. You know, he may rip your arms out. And I said that something like that to my son. Don't don't make him grab a chair. Right, exactly. <laughs> he's, he's sat on yeah. one. Just just reel it back a bit, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let, let him let the let the Wookiee win. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> awesome okay um so where's the best place to go to find out more about the game is it just twitter is it the website is there a youtube what's the what's the best yep. 
So RetromaniaWrestling.com gives you all the basic info of the game. We have a fact there. We have an about there. So it gives you all the info that we've released on the game. If you want, you know, we have a really good Twitter feed. The guy who helps me with social media is awesome. And his content is not just about the game. Obviously, it's a marketing tool for us to, to make people aware of the game. But we do a lot of wrestling content, video game content on there. So we think we're a pretty good follow if you're into wrestling or you're into video games in general. So Twitter is a good source. But we, we, we daily post Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And we're going to start more of a YouTube presence. We do have a YouTube page. We're going to start more of a presence very soon as we're we're further along in development and we start adding the new characters. We'll have a lot more content that we can show on YouTube. Right now, people may be sick of seeing our test wrestlers and our and the road warriors because that's that's who we have in the game right now. Um, we're basically giving them all the moves and working out all the kinks to that, and then we'll start adding the additional characters. Sure, that makes sense. Okay, so go check out Twitter and the website. We'll have it linked in the show notes. So if you're listening on your smartphone or whatever, press through, go through to the website and we'll link through to everything. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Uh, Squidge, have you got any, uh, any questions? No, not that I can think of. No. No (laughs) I'll just, I'll just say we are available for pre-orders right now on uh, the, the switch and the PS or no, the switch and steam, I should say. Um, on our website, we have a $5 discount for pre-orders and then we'll be on all the e-shops for pre-order when we're 16 or for 30 days out. So right now it's just on our website due to legal reasons. Uh, we're not allowed to go anywhere else, but once we're 30 days out, we'll be on Nintendo eShop and steam store and PS4 store and Xbox one store. Sweet. Okay. Yeah. So go check out the website and go pre-order it now. Awesome. Okay. Um, well, yeah, uh, that's pretty much all the questions that we have, uh, Mike. So thank you ever so much for sitting with us and talking Retromania wrestling with us and a little bit about wrestling as well. It's always good to meet another, um, uh, another fan of wrestling, re- regardless of which jargon word you use to describe yourself as a wrestling <laughs> right. fan. But, right. uh, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, always a big joy to to talk to other wrestling fans and other gamers. So thank you ever so much for sitting with us. I really well, thanks for having me. I really awesome. appreciate it, guys. Thank you very much. So uh, yeah, uh, that's about it, really. So uh, thanks for tuning in, everyone, um, and uh, definitely go check out Retro Mania Wrestling because it looks like it's going to be loads of fun, um, and I'm definitely going to get it for the same reason that uh, I think Squidge is going to get it. A, it looks a lot of fun. I want to kick the crap out of him. That's it. B, he's going to beat me up with it. (laughs) And C, we both have a Nintendo Switch, right? So we can beat each Mm -hmm. other up in the same room. So, yeah, cool. Awesome. (laughs) Well, uh, like I said, thank you ever so much, Mike. Uh, It's been a real pleasure talking to you. And thank you, Squidge, as well, for, for tuning in. Thank you ever so much. Whoop. Intro music is Behind the Lines by Ian Sutherland. Outro music is I Need You Watashi no Sabate by GH. 
Spoilerberg music is Spectral Subdiffusion Mix by Phonics. Palette cleansing music is Breathe Deep, Breathe Clear by Siobhan Gay. See the show notes for more details. The Waffling Tailors podcast is a proud member of the J&J Media Network. To find out more about J&J Media, head over to jayandjay.media or check the show notes for a link.